This is the University of Georgia Griffin News, brought to you over WKU AM 1450, 102.3 FM, The Rock 88.9 FM, and stream live on WKURadio.com. This program is to update our listeners on the many and exciting things at the University of Georgia Griffin with Dr. Lou Honeycutt and his guests. The program is made possible by Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farms and Murray and Company Realtors. And now today's program with Dr. Lou Honeycutt. Well, good morning, Griffin, Spalding County and the surrounding area, and Happy New Year to everybody. This is our first Griffin Campus News back after the first of the year, so we're so happy to be back in 2019. It'll take me six months to write 19 on a check or something, but it just takes a while to get that done. But um, we are here today with, with, again, our first 2019 Griffin Campus News, and we have a great show today. We're going to talk about instructional programs and specifically, or, or some specific instructional programs, but we have Dr. Robin Overick, who's a senior lecturer, College of Education at the UGA Griffin Campus, and we have Melissa Gordon, who's been here several times um, since her Actually, this is like your anniversary, isn't it? Yesterday was I my one-year yeah. anniversary. Yeah, I almost took yesterday off just to celebrate <laughs> because it was my one year with UGA. One year, that's right. Yeah. I forgot but that. But the weather was bad, so I came to work. Yeah, the weather's yeah. been a little not so fun to be outside in. But So, again, Melissa Gordon, Assistant Director of Academic Affairs, is here as well after in her one-year, one-day um, anniversary. So, as we always do, and we'll start with Melissa. To Melissa, and, and I know the people that are listening probably heard your story several times because you've been on here but tell us your life story from birth till now how did you get to this seat today well I was born in 1913 in a little town in Kansas awesome no uh (laughs) did you have a dog named Toto yeah I got you (laughs) that was a wicked witch um no um you know I think I've told my stories a lot um I live in Thomaston I was actually born in Epson County. Um, haven't been there my whole life yet. That's where I ended up again later in life. Um, but I uh, lived in several places around the state. Um, but I thought I'd tell a little since we just came back from the holidays. I'm just going to give a little uh, story from this holiday. Sure. Uh, not too exciting. So don't get too excited. I mean, it's not <laughs> that great. Uh, but uh, New Year's Eve, um, I, by near midnight, um, all three kids and my husband and I were actually at home. Almost at midnight, this happened, plus an extra kid. Story of my life. Sure. But, yeah. Uh, but I'm sitting there, and one of my children said, oh, yeah, 2019. Yeah, you know, Ray, you know, what's so great about it? It's going to be the same as 2018. And I said, wait a minute. No, it's not. 2019 is a pretty big year in my house. Um, for 2019, I'm going to have one kid graduating high school and going off to college. Oh, yeah. I'll have another kid turning 16. And I'll have another kid turning double digits. Ooh, so it's kind of a big year. That's a big year. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, an exciting year. So, you know, good, sad, all that good stuff. But, yeah. That's cool. That, that's my story for this time. Well, wait, we have to know which kid is the which age kid is the one that said that it was going to be the same old, same old. The 15-year-old. Well, then the driver's <laughs> license doesn't come on the yeah. same. Well, and, and I'll tell you, I, he may be listening because my kids haven't gone back to school yet. I doubt it. They're still asleep. But uh, he's not too excited about driving. He's only been on the road once, and it was the most terrifying thing for me <laughs> and for him. <laughs> I, I saw fear in his eyes. It, I don't know that we're ready to drive, so maybe he's not really you know, embracing the whole 16. I don't know. Got a few months to go, I guess. Wait till he gets that license. It'll change. I don't know. Well, for the first one, it did, but this one, I don't know. It's a little huh. different. But yeah. 
Well, good. That's a good story. It's always good to add, add something new to the mix. Okay, Robin, this is your first time. So from birth till now, we want to hear your life story on how you got to this seat today. Oh, my goodness. What a boring story. <laughs> um, I was actually born and spent the first six years of my life in Alpharetta, Georgia. Oh, cool. See, I did not know that. And my dad was transferred to Charlotte, North Carolina when I was in first grade. So I spent, grew up in North Carolina. Um Decided to go back to graduate school, started asking questions, and one of my major professors in North Carolina said, well, the best math ed place, um, university in the United States is the University of Georgia. And in the back of my head, I always felt like I wanted to come back to Georgia, so I moved to Athens, went to graduate school, met my husband on the internet. He lives in Griffin, Georgia. Oh, okay. So okay. that's how I ended up in Griffin, Georgia. And then when these programs got started, um, I applied for this position and got it. And so I've been here in Griffin now for about, I don't know, 15 or 16 years. Okay. I've been at the University of Georgia. This is going on my 10th year. Very cool. Well, that's a great story. And then just for the people listening, you were the second person I ever met when I came to interview because you were on the committee. Yes. And Crystal McDowell, our assistant director of academic affairs, picked me up at the hotel and took me to Jay Henry's where I met you. And Kathleen Freeman, coincidentally, is working at the – she was a student then, but is working with us now at the Griffin campus. So the three of us had a little meal, and the rest is, for better or worse, history. And we <laughs> so, are glad you were here. <laughs> I'm glad to be here too. But Okay, so we're going to talk about a lot of things. Before we get directly into to Robin, your, your, your program and your part – Melissa, let's talk about just so we get the broad spectrum of academics at the Griffin campus. Let's just talk in basic terms. What all do we offer? What all do we have um, at the Griffin campus? Well, um, yesterday was my first day back at work. So (laughs) I decided yesterday I was going to make myself notes because it feels like it's been a month. And so I was afraid I'd forget what we have. So I I made notes. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. um, We're we're really fortunate to have uh, the number of program opportunities that we have at the University of Georgia Griffin campus. Um, And we're trying to make sure people are, are increasingly aware of what we have. We have a number of bachelor's degrees or undergraduate degrees um, uh, available at our campus. Those degrees are what are considered completion degrees. In our case, we do not offer uh, the, the core courses on our campus. We don't do freshman and sophomore. We only do junior and senior level for our undergraduate programs that we offer. And so we have some degrees through the College of Education. We have one um, bachelor's degree through the College of Education. We'll talk a little bit more about it, um, I think, later on. Uh, we have a, a degree through Terry College of Business, the general business degree. We have a number of bachelor's degrees through Franklin College of Arts and Sciences um, and also a number through uh, the College of Ag and one degree through Family and Consumer Sciences. But um, today we're going to talk with Robin about her graduate degrees, but we, we have a number of graduate degrees available in Griffin at the University of Georgia. And this is a really uh, tremendous opportunity for our workforce, not just right here in Griffin, but in the surrounding areas because the, the courses that we offer, the, the classes that lead up to these graduate degrees are offered in a really convenient manner and time frames. Um, we actually have two doctoral programs through the College of Ed on our on our campus, um, and we have an, a number of uh, graduate degrees in um, math ed and in special education, and one in the Masters of Plant Protection and Pest Management. Um, more recently, if it's okay if I throw it in real Absolutely. quickly. Absolutely. 
We have two double dogs that have been approved for our campus. And the double dogs, for those of you who who may not know, the double dog program is is an initiative through the University of Georgia whereby a student can begin working on his or her graduate degree while completing your bachelor's degree. In our case, we have two of those. One of those is in the College of Ed and Special Education, and we also have one in the College of Ag. Um, for, For the College of Agriculture, a student can begin working on their bachelor's degree in environmental resource sciences, and in, during their senior year can start taking those graduate courses to complete their Master's of Plant Protection and Pest Management one year after completion of the uh, bachelor's degree. And we've just recently gotten the approval for that bachelor's degree in special ed to double dog into the master's in special ed. So these are tremendous opportunities to save time and money um, and, you know, really advance in the workforce for Absolutely. people in the, the area. And so <clears throat> if I'm a student out there and I'm a freshman at a, a college around the area, can I, what do I do? Because a lot of people, when they hear completion campus, <clears throat> they, they don't. They just get, oh, I can't go there. I can't go there. It's got to be Athens. How does a student, if they call you, can a student come here that's going to, let's say, Gordon or Georgia yeah. Military? or Absolutely. Gordon, Georgia Military, Southern Crescent Technical College, any just about any of the post-secondary partners in the area or in the, in the country. Um, if, if you're attending one of those schools and your goal is to complete a degree at the University of Georgia, the first thing I can tell you is don't wait. Go ahead and contact us. So while we don't do those freshman and sophomore classes, it's important that you're in conversation with us right now so that we can help make sure that you're taking all the correct classes so that those classes do transfer to the University of Georgia and to make sure that you have all the uh, necessary prerequisites for the degree that you're wanting to pursue. So say, for example, you want to uh, get the bachelor's degree in microbiology through the University of Georgia, uh, you would need to complete 60 hours at another school but those hours have to transfer to UGA. So talking to us can make sure that happens. 60 transferable hours, a 2.8 GPA. But in the case of microbiology or many of our other degrees, there may be other classes that you must have in order to get into that program. So talk to us so that we can help keep you on track and make sure that you transfer seamlessly. I think that's a key component because how many calls do you get weekly where a student's waited till let's say they're at 55 hours and when you look at the transcript or talk to them they've taken things that just aren't transferable if they just called earlier right we we have a lot of sad conversations unfortunately <laughs> where that people and we do have a lot of information on the website using our sure. website's a great idea but talking with us can make sure that we 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 like to tell people, I, I'll tell you what I tell people, I don't even like for our, our prospects to pay the application fee. Sure. Don't even pay. Don't start your application until you talk to me. Let's talk. Let's make sure everything's straight so that when you do apply, you're going to get accepted we, because we will make sure that you have all the classes you need. Uh, just um, the, a couple of days before we got out for Christmas, I had a, a young lady come down from Atlanta, was real excited about entering one of our programs. She had gone to another school we've mentioned already but unfortunately all the classes that she took at this school are not transferable into UGA so while she thought she had the 60 hours and she thought she had the GPA she really didn't she didn't have enough classes to transfer and so she was going to have to go back to another school and take some more classes in order to come to to UGA so talk to us soon sure sooner than later because that is a disappointing phone Mm -hmm. call for both sides but if we just can get hold of them early enough yep it's it's easy pretty easy to direct towards uh, an admission and then, so, and I'm playing devil's advocate here, but this is a Griffin degree. Why would I come here? Why don't I go to Athens? 
Because it's the University of Georgia. Exactly. Yeah, it's the same place. <laughs> That's same one of the misconceptions is that this is somehow a different degree than the University of Georgia Athens. We have four uh, campuses across Georgia, and they're all University of Georgia. And, but that is one of the misconceptions is this is somehow a Griffin degree. Jerry Moorhead, president of the University of Georgia, signs ours just like he signs the ones in Athens. So um, that's something we need people to continue to understand. Okay, so that's kind of the general overview, which is great. Now let's kind of delve into Robin's area, which is the scariest area for me on the planet because I am the worst math person on the planet. It's because you didn't have me for a teacher. It has to be because I come from a (laughs) math family and it had drove, my father and my grandfather were, my granddad could add numbers in his head faster than I could do anything on a calculator big numbers and it would drive them insane that I just couldn't wrap my mind around it so your area is math education let's talk about kind of an overview of your program and then we can delve into whatever details you want to get into but tell us about math ed okay Um, our program is designed for kindergarten through eighth grade teachers and our goal is to help elementary teachers Um, be able to help their students develop conceptual understanding of mathematics and to help prepare them for middle school math. And the other part of our goal is to help middle school teachers um, recognize the gaps that their students have and be able to fill those gaps in ways that students can also develop conceptual understanding of mathematics so that they're no longer afraid of math exactly. right? or hate math, <laughs> and they feel like they can accomplish anything because they can think mathematically. Sure. Um, so that's pretty much the goal, the premise of a program. We introduce students to research that helps them better teach. Um, we also help our teachers develop deeper understanding of mathematics. Sure, sure. Um, so there's some things that make our program unique. So if it's okay, can I go ahead and share some of those? Absolutely. No, that's fantastic. All right. So probably the one that's most exciting for me is that UGA is the only state school that offers the uh, the P- a PSC approved K eight program in mathematics education. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're paying cheaper in state tuition when you come here to us. What's even more unique is that our program is only offered on the Griffin campus. Exactly. We actually have students <laughs> who travel from Athens to come to us. We like that. Because they want <laughs> the K-8 degree. Sure. Um, another thing is that we offer our programs in a hybrid format. Melissa already talked about the convenience of our courses, um, particularly the graduate programs. Our classes meet on the Griffin campus only eight Saturdays a semester. Okay. And then the remainder of the program of the courses is spent either in independent or in online work. Um, And then we have two great instructors in the program. Um, We split the courses. So once you get to know us and once we get to know you, it kind of becomes a family. Sure. And you have us for half of the time that you're here. Um, And our students say over and over that they have learned more in our program here than they have in any other degree they've ever earned or any other training that they attend. 
So it's, that's awesome. There's good stuff that goes on here. Absolutely. Um, we actually feel we're so excited about what goes on here, and we feel so strongly about it. We actually invite teachers who might be looking for a degree and deciding where to go. We invite them to come visit a class for free. Sure. Sit in on a class, join in with current students, and um, try us out. We have two dates coming up. Our next date is January 26th. So if there's any teachers out there who are interested in that, all they need to do is contact the Griffin campus. We can help you get registered for that. Awesome. Um, yeah. So and we've got another one coming up in February and one in May. That's awesome. Yeah. It's probably a good time to throw out the contact number. Yeah, absolutely. That's that, a good idea. Because we do have teachers who are possibly listening today because we still have schools out. Sure, that's true. So we want to make sure you know the number. And, and I hope <laughs> I have it in front of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't don't look at me. Remember, yeah. I'm a bad math guy. I don't know anything about uh, you numbers. can uh, reach us at seven seven zero four one two forty four hundred. That's seven one seven seven zero four one two forty four hundred. If you just contact us, we can get that information and, uh, so that you can get signed up for Robin's uh, free class coming up in January. Well, one of the great things, which is great, I hope I hope a bunch of people I hope the room's overflowing. That would be incredible. But um, one of the great things, and I love the the way that it works, is the eight Saturday thing. I think that's so unique, and when. We, we in our workforce ed, our our student affairs leadership and math ed programs, they're all that. They're cohort driven or, or or hybrid driven that way. That has been so convenient for the working person because we have students from out of state, from far out of state, that come here because they only have to come six, eight Saturdays a semester, and they get that University of Georgia math ed degree or whatever the degree it might be. So I applaud you all for being creative and thinking outside the box and, and building programs that are very effective. Some people would look at it and say, how can you get the, what you need in eight Saturdays a semester? But I'm telling you, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, we have some incredible teachers that you turn out every year. Um, and the cool thing, when you talk about becoming a family, when y'all, we do a little thing at our graduation ceremony that's, uh, as, as y'all know, sitting here, but we do a little reception afterwards. And the program coordinators or the faculty get up and talk about the graduates. It is the most emotional time, which is so awesome to me to listen, because all of our programs, but particularly our grad programs, to hear y'all talk, it's it is family up there talking about family. It's not just teachers up there talking about students. So again, I applaud y'all for for doing that that uh, kind of thinking outside the box way of looking at things. But so, how does a student they come visit the class and let's say they're hooked, so they they love it. How do they? What do they need to do then? What are the next steps to get in your program? We actually have three students who are going to be starting with us next Saturday okay. um, who attended a class this past fall. There you go. That's awesome. So this can be done. It can be done rather quickly. Very cool. Um, once you decide you want to come, you same thing that Melissa was saying. You talk to me, and we get in conversations and emails. Um, you apply to the program, and there's some requirements, um, some suggested requirements. Okay. That, you know, <laughs> they come as a package. Guidelines are um, good. Yeah, guidelines are good. Um, you do need a teacher certification, either at the elementary or middle grades level, or teaching at the middle school if you have a 612 certification um, in order for this to count towards your certificate. Okay. Um, you, If you're applying for the master's, you need an undergraduate uh, GPA of around 3.0. If you're applying for the specialist, a master's GPA of around 3.5. Um, and we also require scores from either the GRE, which is the graduate record examinations, or from the MAT, which is the Miller's Analogies um, test. And those have to be taken within the last five years. Okay. So, um 
and I can help with getting information about where to find those as well. And then you apply. If you wanted to start in summer, um, which is why we have these two visits early, one in January, one in February, you could actually start in summer, and our summer classes actually begin in May, um, by applying by April 1st. Oh, wow. Okay. So the the clincher is you need to schedule in ahead of time to take the GRE or MAT. Um, but of the three students who started, who are going to start in January, I know of at least two of them who ha- who took their test um, after they attended our class. Okay. Yeah. So there's time to get all of that in and get started as soon as you want to. That's awesome. That's a quick turnover. I think that I think part in graduate school to a lot of people, and I was one of them, is a very scary undertaking. And so, and you think it's this arduous tasks to get in but if people it's same way with completion campus for undergrad if you just ask the questions it isn't that hard i mean there's qualifications and there's requirements because this is the university of georgia mm-hmm. but it's not a task that that you can't overcome to, i'm to a nice in. person and i want you exactly here, so yeah just contact me and i'll do all i can to help you get in it's much like our campus i think a lot of times people are intimidated to even come on campus because it is a it is a big you know, it's a campus, but once they get in, if we can just get them there, we're going to hook them in because it's pretty awesome. Once, once that's why we, we started that. these open class visits because I that was that. our thinking. If we can just get you here and you see what it's like, you'll want to come back and stay. I think it's the best recruiting tool ever because I know your I know you well enough to know your classes are very interactive and very. Yes. You don't just sit and listen to Robin talk. You do oh, a lot no. of interactive work, <laughs> and you bring someone in to see that. It takes a lot of that fear away of. I'm not ready for school. I don't, graduate school is too hard for me, all that. Well, you know, it's. We model in our classroom, we model for teachers the way we want them to teach for their students. So that's how our classes are run, which is why we decided to not ever go fully online. Okay. Because we want you in the classroom so that we can stand there with you and model how to teach a good lesson so that you can then take that back into your own classroom. You've seen it, you've participated, and you can do the same thing. Sure. And I think that's a really good point. There are, there are some programs that online works perfectly mm-hmm. for, but there are some that it just doesn't. And I, for example, I, this is just a facetious way to say this, but I don't want a doctor, a medical doctor that took all their courses online. I, I'd like to know they touched a patient at some time or another. Same way with teachers. If you're doing an online program, that's fantastic. Keep doing it but if you can be in a cl- an interactive classroom and get real world experience as you're doing it to me that just has that little extra edge to it that that makes for a better teacher i don't know i think so that's um, strictly my opinion dr Armin, <laughs> let me ask you this uh the, your typical student age range experience <laughs> level range i mean do you run the gamut or do you tend to you know do younger people tend to say well maybe i'm not ready for a master's or Oh, there is no typical student. We have teachers. I have one who started this fall who graduated from UGA in Athens in May. So she is a first-year teacher. And then we have teachers who come who are in their 25th year of teaching. And so we have a wide variety of teachers. We have kindergarten teachers all the way up through eighth-grade teachers. Um, So we've got the variety of the grade levels. Um, We've got, at one point, we've had a few have come through who are even teaching at private schools. So we've got quite a variety. Um, I I can't, I don't even know if I can give you an average age. Um, But this is is something that appeals to everybody. I mean, you know, some young people, when they come out, say, well, you know, let me get established and wait a couple of years. But you would encourage them to go ahead. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, you, not, I mean, you do get the salary kick. 
Exactly. Um, and that, and that uh, something to, I don't usually talk about the salary kick. I say, go talk to your school system about that. Um, but you're right. Um, and we are one of the approved programs from the PSC, so that is important. That's kind of what I mean when I say that without saying anything about sure. the salary bump. But you can say it all you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is PSC? You said that The Professional twice. Standards Commission. Okay, cool. That's cool. And not, I'm assuming not every program might be approved or around the nation, or is all, are all programs approved? Oh, no. If you go and look that list up, there's several that's been stricken off the list. <laughs> so I'm not sure why, um, but we're there. But we're there. That's all yeah, really University matters. of Georgia is there. Well, and the great thing about and I love that question, Tony, because the great thing about the diversity you're talking about, that has to be for lead to an interactive classroom, which I, I love. I love the fact that there are 25-year people and brand-new people in the same class. Well, another question that leads to what Dr. Honeycutt's talking about. One thing that the University of Georgia Griffin, the undergraduate students are really good about is helping one another along in their studies. Do you find the same thing in your classes? Oh my goodness, yes. Um, they, Because they typically travel as a cohort, they are together for 11, 12 classes. So they're all the time studying together. They get each other's cell phone numbers. They'll text each other. Um, I have had in the past some students who come from the same school, and that even seems to give them a stronger buddy system when you've got two people coming from the different from the same school. Um, but we've got I, I I can't even remember how many different school systems we have teachers coming from, and they develop such close relationships. They keep in touch with each other um, once they graduate, and so that that's nice to see but that's awesome that's something and not so i'm going to challenge you to do something that's something we need to figure out like look at over the years what all the different school systems that students have come from that would be incredible i'll get that data to you that'd be awesome to be able to that's something to brag about because that's you know both melissa and i were data we're we're data people so we're looking at like yay but that gives more bragging rights because i mean Mm -hmm. it is definitely a program to brag about and it's unique it's here on the griffin campus griffin campus itself is unique from you know i always say it's that we've got the power of university of georgia in a little bitty package down here which i like because it's it's kind of off the beaten track um, a little bit. So, okay, so we got the students in. About how long, once a student gets in, so these three students that are starting in January, when can they or when will they complete? Okay, so the program is designed, is set up to be two years. Okay. Um, originally, it was a longer program, but students who were doing financial aid needed to take six hours okay. a semester. And so that's why now we offer two courses a semester. Um, our, it's a UGA and it's a graduate degree. Sure. So our courses are intense. Sure. <laughs> and teachers, full-time teachers and parents can't handle more than two graduate classes <laughs> exactly. at a time. Exactly. So we take two classes a semester and it ends up going for six semesters. Okay. Which is great. I mean, that's not, it, because it's the cohort driven and the, the hybrid driven, it, it, cause everybody, and Melissa's a great example. You got soccer, baseball, basketball, football, ballet, whatever all the kids are doing, plus your job, plus X, Y, Z. You're right. You don't have that. You can't come to class three days a week. So, I mean, it works out really well. And so two years isn't that long of a time commitment when you consider the benefits coming out on the other side. And we like to work in fractions. So, you know, (laughs) the students who just started in August, I will tell them in January, now you realize when this semester's over, you're one-third away through your program. Hey, that's awesome. And then um, the group I'm working, the the second, the group that started 
fall a year ago when they're coming to me, I'm like, you realize after this semester, you only have one more semester and you're finished. So there's just, we always remind them, you're, sure. you're halfway through, you're starting your halfway mark. Um, and it goes fast. Oh, I have no doubt. I mean, but that's a great support mechanism, too. And then I know that, and I, I like that you brought that out, that the support mechanism sticks with them through probably throughout their career because the people they meet in this cohort um, may work. They may end up working with them, but they may cert- or certainly will end up staying in contact with them. So, yeah, I think it's a, probably a good opportunity, too, for us to bring up. We've had some of the alumni from the program do some pretty amazing things. We have one that was recognized within the past couple of months. We, yes, we, we have that. we have one graduate who won the uh, PAEMST. So it's the Presidential Award for Excellence in Teaching of Mathematics and wow. Science at the elementary level. And so she was awarded. There's two from every state who okay. received this award, one math and one science teacher. Um, and she won in 2016. Um, it took this long for the announcement to be made, but she won for the year 2016. Um, the DOE recognizes the quality of our program, and they have contracted with many of our graduates to help write and lead some of their professional development through the Department of Education. Um, we have many of our graduates who have gone on to be coaches, math coaches in their schools or school districts. Um, and if there's anybody out there who's familiar with G. Fletchy, there's a math, M-O-T-B-Y-S. So there's math, math I can't even say it, <laughs> math blog, Twittersphere world. Wow. Yeah, there's an internet world That's out there. Yes, where there's people doing all types of mathematics training out there in the internet. And Graham Fletcher is one of our graduates, and he is known as G. Fletchy out there. So he is... Um, He's actually a full-time consultant right now. That's that's cool. Yeah, so I mean, we that, we have a lot of exciting things that happen with our graduates. Well, I think that's a. a we're going to say we're going to go to commercial and just saying, make that's a great way to go to commercial. This is a University of Georgia degree, and not only is it a University of Georgia degree, which is a great degree in and of itself, it's a unique University of Georgia degree that's only offered at the Griffin campus. So we need them to contact us. Come sit in those classes. Come even if they fly in from out of state, come sit in the class for a day, and I bet they'll be hooked and. And be one of your students very quickly. So I tell you what, Tony, can we go to the bottom of the hour break and we'll come back talk more about uh, academics in general and more about math ed. You're listening to the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News on AM 1450 WKEU in Griffin, Georgia. Also heard on 102.3 FM as well as 88.9 FM Georgia Public Radio and its finest. We're streaming live on the website at WKEUradio.com. And you can take us with you wherever you go, courtesy the free WKEU app. Go to your Samsung device, go to Apple, go to your store, hit WKU, download us, carry us with us wherever you go. This morning's program continues after this.
Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realty. Proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this week's edition of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. As the UGA Griffin Campus grows with the great educational opportunities for our children, Round Oak Resources Tree Farm is growing our future with trees to support and assist our environment. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realtors are proud supporters of the UGA Griffin Campus and area youth activities in Griffin and Spalding County. Time now to return to this morning's University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. Here is our host. He's Campus Director and Assistant Provost, Dr. Lou Honeycutt. Thank you, Tony. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you like the Bewitched music as much as I did. Tony always has great music for us. Um, coming back off the bottom of the hour. Um, we're talking today with two people from the Griffin Campus, Dr. Robin Alverick, who is a senior lecturer in the College of Education at UGA Griffin, and Melissa Gordon, who is our Assistant Director of Academic Affairs and celebrating her one-year-and-one-day anniversary with us, which is hard for me to believe that it's that it's went that quickly. You can send flowers, too. <laughs> it was amazing. You know, you, you hit the ground running on, on the first day back of work last year. And you haven't stopped running since. So I'm just now starting to figure out which direction to go, though. <laughs> I was just kind of running around in circles and off in tangents, but yeah. It's been a year, so I'm it's figuring it out. It's been a year. That's, yeah. that's hard to believe. I started my fourth year in November, and it's just crazily hard for me to believe it's been that, that long. But some days it feels like 50, some days it feels like a week. So it just depends. But okay, Robin, we're talking about math ed, uh, the degrees at UGA Griffin, unique degree for UGA, which is incredible. <clears throat> is a UGA degree, so I mean, it is a Dr. Moorhead's signature on the diploma kind of degree, just like every other one. But let's talk about, and I'm playing devil's advocate again, I'm assuming all your students are all math whizzes when they come to see you. Is that true? Um, no. As a matter of fact, some of our students come in quite reluctantly. <laughs> um, and I guess I sh- should say that in, because... And this is, these actually are the students that I admire greatly because they admit that they have a fear of mathematics. Sure. Um, typically, they're, they teach lower grades at the elementary level. Um, they feel like they can handle that level of math, but they, they want to become better math teachers. Okay. And they know to do that. They need to push themselves, and so they step out. And I say the best thing to do is to try one of these, come try one of our practice sure. classes so that you can see it's a doable thing. Our, we do not expect anyone who comes to us to be a math specialist. We help you become a math specialist. So, um, you know, just if you're not a fan of math or if actually if you're a math teacher and you're not a fan of math, you need this program. Come to us. Let <laughs> sure. us help. Let us help you become um, a, a, someone who loves math. Actually, um, I can't, somebody at, you, at the campus put me back in contact with one of our graduates. And she, te- she was telling, sharing her story with someone out in the community. And this person heard, about, heard her talking um, that when she came to us, she was fearful of math. Okay. And now she is the math go-to person at her school 
everybody comes to her with all of their math questions, and all she teaches all day long now is math. Wow, okay. Right. That's a good testimonial. Yeah, it is. It's exciting. (laughs) Well, and then do, so do you have to have had an undergraduate math degree to be in a math, the math education master's? Definitely not. Um, you, You don't have to have any you just have to have a bachelor's degree okay. to be able to come into us and it, it could be in elementary grades it could be middle grades we even have had some middle grades teacher whose teachers come through who aren't certified in math but they are certified in social studies and language arts but they okay. want to add math to it so they come in they do the program and then they go take the gase um and add that to their cert- certification. So that's great. So I mean, that, so if you're if you're in another STEM area or whatever it might be, that's your bachelor's. You've been teaching for a while, but you really love math. This could be the next step. Exactly. You. you know, one of the things that when we get phone calls occasionally, sometimes the teachers who are considering the math program um, are not math at all, but they see the need for improved math education with the kids in, in their system or in their school. And so they have that passion to to want to explore it. Now, they, they're very often those people that are scared of math, but are, you know, kind of dipping their toes and asking some questions. I'm not a math person, but I know that we need better math teachers. And so sometimes those are the teachers that we have call inquiring about the program. Well, and you bring all. up a really good point. Is I know nationwide, I, I say I know this, I think this. Are we in a shortage kind of time frame for math, for, I'm not going to say quality math, but for math education in the nation? Yes. If you look at just about any school system's website, they are looking for math teachers. Sure. Um, at the elementary level, the they want strong math teachers at the elementary level, but it, and especially at the middle grades level, um, there's, you can almost find a math position in just about any system. And I know that I know from just local principals and superintendents I talked to, it's certainly that, that the case here, but it was in Texas as well. I mean, there was, I don't know that I've ever seen a school website that didn't have a math, uh, math opening. I mean, at some point, and as a country, we've really fallen behind the, the, the eight ball as, as in the world view of mathematics. We got to get that back. I mean, as much yeah. as I'm afraid of it, I love math is it's a true science. I mean, it's pretty easy to, you can't go wrong with math if you make it work right. But um, so I, I again applaud the program that we're we're training quality. We're taking people that may not think they're they're quite there, but have an interest in it, and turning them into that go-to person in math. That's that's having benef- That's got to have wide-ranging benefits, not just local. It does, and and we're, and we also we bring in excellent teachers too. So sure, we bring in sure. teachers who are great math teachers. And matter of fact, a few who've come in who I know prior to them coming, and it's kind of intimidating having them come into the <laughs> sure, program. Sure. But even they will say when they leave that they're they're even better teachers. So yeah, it's just come and let's improve. I've improved in the nine years I've been here, and a lot of that improvement has come from the teachers who come sure. into the program and what they bring to the the program. So it's really. Um, we all grow together, and it's that's exciting. Oh, sure. I mean, the experience you can draw on. Just yeah, I'm I'm a firm believer in the classroom. Whether you're, no matter what level you're at, you become better every year because of who you interact with, yep. not because you have a degree from UGA or not. It's whoever you interact with 
for the 25 years or 30 that you teach. But, Melissa. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking we keep talking about the degree, the degree, and we talked about it being a graduate degree. I think we probably need to make sure people do realize that we have both a master's and a specialist. I, in I agree. K-3-8. I think for people yeah. who don't know, tell us the difference or what's the difference in master's and specialist well absolutely because one of the conversations that we have very often with people is that sort of embarrassing thing that people don't want to ask and they'll come well the 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 masters and the specialist are graduate degrees right in order to to go after these degrees you have to first have an undergraduate degree also known as a bachelor's degree that's interchangeable so students need to first after the completion of high school maybe go get an associate's degree sometimes which is a two-year degree your first two years after high school Um, but then those next two years when you get that final four you complete a bachelor's or an undergraduate degree these two degrees that we're talking about in math ed are, are degrees that you would complete after completing a bachelor's degree. So Robin can probably can give you a better idea of the distinction between the two of those, but these will be post-bachelor's degree degrees. Okay, so Robin, what is the difference between the two? Okay, and they're both education degrees. Okay. So the master's is actually abbreviated as MED because it's a master's in education. Okay. And that would be the degree that you would get following your bachelor's. So that's, for an educator, that's your first graduate degree. Okay. Um, but education also has the second degree, graduate degree, that you can get, and it's called a specialist in education, um, or education specialist, because its abbreviation is EDS. Right. Um, and so you would not, you would get this after you've already earned your master's. Gotcha. Um, and it's the degree that kind of sits between a master's and a doctorate degree if you decided you wanted to go on to get a doctorate degree. Sure. Um, so. And so if someone starts with you, do they, can they move directly from the master's into the specialist degree or do they have to decide they're going to be the specialist early on or how does that work? Now, that is an interesting question. Um, and we might could bring in the special ed master's degree yeah. at the same time and talk about it. Absolutely. My master's and specialist degrees are, um, the the degrees are very closely entwined. So okay. if you're a master's student and your best friend's a specialist student, you will take 10 classes together. Okay. So our graduates from our master's program, unfortunately, can't come back to us and get a specialist gotcha. okay. degree okay. with us. Now, we have recently at the Griffin campus um, started a master's degree in special ed. Right. And in that program, they have an option to take three classes through the math ed program in their master's in special ed. Okay. So they can get some of the math background for them. When they graduate with their master's in special ed, they can come back. And then take oh, and then cool. earn their specialist degree with us in mathematics education. So you could have a, a master's in special ed and then get a, a, the next level up in a specialist, specialist degree, a specialist degree in, in mathematics math education. That's awesome. Yeah, and the, all the, on the Griffin campus. Right, all on the Griffin <laughs> campus. And here's here's what here's what you can do. Um, because we don't do a bachelor's degree in math ed. Right. With Robin's programs, we only have the graduate degrees. However, I mentioned earlier, we do have a bachelor's degree in special education. That is the only bachelor's um, degree in the College of Ed that we have 
and Griffin, right. uh, which is a highly, you know, we're talking about the, the need for math teachers. Oh, gosh. The need for special ed teachers Absolutely. is tremendous as well. Our uh, bachelor's in special education is for kindergarten through 12th grade certification. So a person could complete their bachelor's of uh, 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 special education on our campus. They could go on and complete the master's in special education, K through 12 on our campus, and then move into the specialist degree for math ed with, with Robin, because Robin only has, has the specialist. We do not have the specialist in special ed right right now maybe Maybe, one day but right now we don't but we we do actually have two i think it's a good opportunity for us to talk about the two um master's degrees in special education because we do have two of those and they're they're very they're unique in that for those teachers who have a bachelor's degree and want to move on for that master's in special education we have the MS degree, like with the MS and, and with um, MED. I'm sorry, the MED, the MED as we have with with math ed, but we also have an MAT in special education. Now, the special thing about this is that very often um, people, um, as we're progressing through our career, decide that maybe we want to do something different. Sure. Maybe you already have a bachelor's degree in something, um, but um, I, I feel that the the um, I feel that I want to go into education, special education, maybe is what I'm interested in. Um, if I already have a bachelor's degree, say, in psychology or public health or, or whatever it may be, I have a bachelor's degree, I can come earn an MAT in special education, and through the course of, attorney that, uh, of, of earning that master's of teaching in special education, I earn my, um, my teaching, I get my teaching certification, okay. and I can start teaching at, and have a master's degree. Um, so the MAT is for those individuals who are not currently working in education or have a bachelor's in education, but want to go into the field of education for special ed. So we have both of those opportunities in special ed. Um, but again, as we were talking about with Robin's Pathway, a student could get their bachelor's um, degree in Griffin in special education. They could earn their master's in education in special education, and then they could earn this um, the specialist degree in math ed. All of those available on our campus. That's incredible. And so, Robin, let's say I did that as a special ed master's student and I want to come to the EDS to the specialist degree for you in math ed. How much longer? Let's So I finish my master's, two years, whatever it takes. How much longer will it take me to get that EDS or that uh, specialist degree? All degrees, as we talked about earlier, are two years. Are two years. Okay. So, but there's just enough difference between this master's and the specialist that um, – they would just take the different courses that okay. they would have taken as a master's student um, that they actually took in the special ed master's program. Um, they would just take different courses okay. for the specialist. So that's awesome. I mean, what a great opportunity. And again, all those are delivered cohort style or, or hybrid style, special ed, yes. math ed, student affairs <laughs> leadership, workforce ed, all of our graduate level degrees, which is great. They're built towards people in the workforce. Right. They're 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 designed to be almost um, we kind of call them part time degrees for a full time adult. Sure. You know, people have full time jobs. Um, they have full time family responsibilities. But the degrees in the College of Education are designed to work with with that lifestyle. To know that you have other things that you have to do besides <laughs> sure. go to class. Yeah. Sure. No, but I think that's that's part of the the great selling point for the degrees. So let's talk again about the date. At least the first date coming up for the free visit it sounds weird to say free visit the classroom visit which is free it is free. Um, they do need to contact so tell us tell us more about that again yes so those two dates are january 26th and february 23rd um there's an additional one in may i don't have that one off the top of my head but january 26th february 23rd all they need to do is call the griffin campus office which was the number is 770 412-4400 770 
512-4400 or just google us google um, uga griffin campus and you can contact us that way and i will also be sending out email blasts to all principals and surrounding um, school systems so hopefully they'll be receiving information about this from their school email from their principal Um, so if teachers are out there and you don't seem to get this email by next friday ask your principal about it and see if they'll send it out so i'll be sending emails out to everyone Sure. No, that's what a great network to be able to get out to and, and do that. So let's say a student comes to the January 20. 20- okay, I tell you what, let's take our, our next break, and then we'll come back and do some kind of finish-up things, talk about some of the requirements to get in again, and then do some, some final thoughts and head out from there. So, Tony, I'll send it to you. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realty. Proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this week's edition of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. As the UGA Griffin Campus grows with the great educational opportunities for our children, Round Oak Resources Tree Farm is growing our future with trees to support and assist our environment. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realtors are proud supporters of the UGA Griffin Campus and area youth activities in Griffin and Spalding County. In news and announcements from the University of Georgia Griffin Campus, Young Scholar applications are currently available online. The deadline for application for the summer of 2019 is January 15th. A Red Cross blood drive will be held on Wednesday, January 16th from 2 until 6 p.m. in the Stuckey Auditorium on the UGA Griffin campus. Schedule an appointment by visiting redcrossblood.org or you can call Ashley Biles at 770-228-7264. The campus store, located on the first floor of the Flint Building at 1109 Experiment Street, has new UGA and Georgia Bulldog items arriving weekly. The shelves are stocked with officially licensed UGA apparel, souvenirs, and gifts. The campus store hours are Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. For information on degrees offered on the University of Georgia Griffin campus, feel free to give the website a visit. Information on current undergraduate and graduate degrees offered through the school's five university colleges can be obtained by visiting griffin.uga.edu or by calling 770-412-4400. Call them or visit online or call to arrange a campus tour and see what UGA Griffin has to offer. And finally, continuing education classes are offered throughout the year. For a complete listing, visit the UGA Griffin Campus website again. It's www.griffin.uga.edu. Time to dot the I's and cross the T's on this week's University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. To do that, let's turn the proceedings back over to this morning's host, Dr. Lou Honeycutt. Thank you, Tony. We've been having fun today talking with two people from the Griffin Campus, Dr. Robin Overick, who's a senior lecturer in the College of Education Math Education Program, and Melissa Gordon, Assistant Director of Academic Affairs. We've been talking about a great program, which is the Math Ed Program, which is incredible. We define master's versus EDS or specialist degree. Well, let's, and you talk about the free visits, which I think is incredible recruiting tool. But now, let's, so let's say I come to the the uh, January 23rd, is that when you told me? January 23rd? January 26th. January 26th, sorry. January, don't want to confuse anybody. January 26th class, and I'm hooked. 
what do I do? What what do I need to do after that? You've said it before, but let's reiterate to them. If you're interested after even before that, but certainly after that visit, what do I need to do? Contact me. Okay. We can get that information um, through the phone number that's been published. Seven seven oh four one two forty four hundred. <laughs> Melissa will have it memorized before today's <laughs> over with. Um, contact me, and I can help you get started. Um, we'll, we're looking for the, your application, transcripts, um, the GRE or MAT tests, and um, we can get you in here within six weeks' time frame. Um, it's just a matter of getting everything together. I can send all of the links to you that you need and help get that ball rolling. And what is the next, and if you don't know off the top here, don't worry, but the next graduate school deadline for, because they have to apply through the University of Georgia Graduate School. Right. It's not like applying to the Griffin campus. Is right. it April 1st? Or? Well, and what's interesting is that I think every graduate program probably has a different deadline. Okay. But for us, April 1st, if you want to start in summer, and June 30th, if you want to start in the fall. Okay. So and I mean, even if you miss those deadlines, that's the great thing about graduate school. Even if you miss those deadlines, still contact me if you want to start and we can see what we can work out sure and that's contact us you know regardless of the program contact us so that we can kind of help you absolutely and and what i can tell you you all know this too because of the quality of graduate program and all programs that we have but certainly the graduate programs the dean of the graduate school suzanne barbour loves this she's wonderful she is going to bend over backwards to help uh, our student to any student at uga Mm -hmm. but she takes a a great shine to the students at uga griffin so i mean you know I, i would say just like you said, if you miss a deadline, contact us. If we can get you, if we can get it in, we get you in. We'll we'll do everything we can to make that happen. Um, so we're kind of we're we're coming towards the end of the day, Melissa. Let's talk a little bit about some deadlines coming up for undergraduate programs um, for summer or for fall, just so we can kind of get that out there. Yeah, well, we've um, recently, well, not recently, back in November, the applications closed for undergrad for spring. Okay. Uh, our spring semester starts next week. Uh, and so we will be expecting the applications to open again mid to late January. There's not an actual date been put out there yet. Um, the, the applications open mid to late January. And that will be for those individuals who are wanting to apply for summer or for fall. Uh, so the summer deadline is May the 1st. And the fall deadline is July 15th. Um, again, to the deadline for undergraduate or bachelor degrees for the Griffin campus the deadline for summer is May the 1st, and the deadline for fall is July 15th. But please, please contact us. Don't even start an application. Call us and let us guide you through that whole process. And that number is 770 412 4400. I did not look. I got it. Well, I think, that, I think that's a great point. It is, and, you know, it's, it's rare that we would say don't apply first, call us, but that's, that's the point mm-hmm. because you're right. A lot of your calls, and I don't know what the percentage is, are students that don't have the requirements completed, or, or they, but they think they do because they hear that 60 hour and they think, okay, I got 60, yeah. I can do it. It, it, and I don't know what the fee, what is the application It's actually fee? a $70 fee. And they lose Save that your 70 yeah. Because they don't, you don't get that refunded if you right. don't get in. Right. You have to pay the 70 each time you apply. Right. So let us let us work with you. So when you pay the $70, you know that you're going to get in. 
And I think that's a really great advice. I mean, and, and come for a visit, come for a, a tour Absolutely. of campus. And we have and tours every month. Uh, I believe it's, I think this year we're doing the last Tuesday of every month. Uh, you can sign up for those on our website, or you can call us. Uh, but if you have uh, larger groups, and I, I've been talking with some teachers lately, uh, we had we actually had some teachers come tour the Friday before Christmas. They were out of school, <laughs> hey, you know. Sure. Uh, so you know, if if our dates aren't aren't conducive with your schedule, give us a call, and we, we're we're very flexible, and we try to work with everybody we seriously want we want people to experience our campus we know that we have tremendous opportunities and so we're happy to share that with people and we're happy to try to help you get in so contact us and i think when it when we get people on campus i mean several things start the light bulbs start going on number one it is the university of georgia campus number two it is an incredibly beautiful campus and number three it isn't scary <laughs> it's not there isn't yes there's you know Yes, Robin. And you don't have to pay for a parking pass. And you don't have to pay for it. I'm telling you, that is a draw of all draws in the world we live in today. But And you can find a parking space. And you can find a parking yes. space. You might have to walk a little bit, but not nearly not as not far much. as you'd have to in Athens. I've so. got one final question for Dr. <laughs> Robin, if I may. You bet. Uh, listen, uh, what is this square root? doctors make bad patients. This is common <laughs> knowledge. I, I know this firsthand. But what kind of students do teachers make? Um, I mean, when I it, for me, if I've been teaching so long, it would be kind of hard to become a student again. I would want to do things my way. So, you know, do you run into that difficulty at all? That, that's an interesting question. <laughs> Silence. Um, all I can say is there was one year where I had to call three students back to campus to turn their final exam over so that they could finish their exam. <laughs> And in the process, I asked them, now, how would you have responded to your students had they not turned their final exam over to see if they had finished? And um, they, all of them responded that they would have probably thought their student didn't care. And I said, now, I hope you will remember this the next time they forget to turn something over or forget to put their name on it. That's great. That's a great question and a great answer. Yeah, a little silence at first, but hey, it worked out really good. That's, that's a hard one to answer, but but I think that's a really, really good question to to ask because it is it is kind of different a different population of students, but that's an incredible opportunity um, for that. Okay, so in the last few minutes we have left, Melissa, what else do we need? You tell us anything else about um, um, upcoming I, events? Or? Yeah, well, I just want to remind people that we have two two double dogs on our campus. Exactly, now. this is a, an awesome opportunity. Uh, one we've talked about education a lot. We have the double dog in special education. Um, a tr- just an awesome opportunity, and also the Double Dog for Environmental Resource Science into the M Triple PM. If you want to find out what that is, you need to look on our website. <laughs> <A> little teaser. <laughs> Don't have enough time. There's a reason we say M Triple PM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. And then Robin, from the math ed standpoint, what else, what kind of final thoughts, final words um, do, do you have for us on that? Words of wisdom, pearls of wisdom. All I can say is our master's and our specialist degrees in the K-8 math ed are awesome programs, and our teachers and the programs love it. And, the, and you know, in the, and I'll take that a little further and say that, that number one, I know you. I know you're, the quality of your program. And secondly, it's a unique program. I think that's what we need to keep saying. A lot of times people say, well, that's in Griffin. What, you know, but that's at the Griffin campus. What? Let me tell you, it doesn't exist anywhere else. If they want to get Not that, even in Athens. Not even in Athens. So, I mean, this is – and that's where – 
at, we get so much support from Athens, and they're so. And the College of Education is so proactive and so forward thinking. They could have very easily put this in Athens and overlooked Griffin and said, "No, nope, we're going to do it there." It has been so successful here. It's it's just it's just our program. I mean, yep. and that's I think that's a great thing. And so I applaud you, your program, um, and the students you're turning out. Because again, as scared as I am in math, you're making a great difference. I don't think you could teach me, but I, I wouldn't put you through that. You well, you can talk could. to Teresa. You can join one of our Saturday classes. I could. Teresa That's joined true. one of our Saturday classes. And just sit through and see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My, my fingernails might be shorter than they are now. But <laughs> Well, listen, I think um, any final anything else, final thoughts? Melissa, anything else? 770-412-4400. I knew you were going to say that. Well, that ought to do it for the show for today. Join us next week. Again, Happy New Year to everyone listening. We're glad to be back with you all and come to campus. We do have, hopefully, in the next week or two, uh, a true venue vendor announcement about the Dundee Cafe and an opening um, date where we actually have a vendor now. We're looking at equipment, but we don't want to talk about openings until we're a little closer. But just to tease everybody, we're getting very close, and it's an incredible opportunity to come to campus and have a meal when we get there. So, Tony, I guess with that, we'll end up, and we'll see everybody next week. We thank you for joining us for this morning's edition of the University of Georgia Camp Griffin Campus News. I hope that you'll join us next Thursday morning at 9 a.m. when we bring you more of the same.